Hello and welcome back to the Can Do Can Say podcast. Today I want to talk to you a bit about shoulder control. And a lot of us sort of think really, do I really need shoulder control? And a lot of the time we actually don't ride the horse. We sit on the horse and we point it in the direction we want it to go and we hope that it goes in that direction. And quite often horses don't. Horses have got very manoeuvrable shoulders and they can go left or right even if they're pointed in the opposite direction. So what I want to do is talk to you about taking control of the shoulders so that the horse doesn't necessarily follow its nose, but we can also do reverse arc, which is where the horse is bent to the left but travelling to the right, or indeed bent to the right and travelling to the left. Once we have the horse understanding softness in the bridle and travelling in frame and using his top line properly, it's then time to take control of the feet and the direction the feet are going. Now, we can't take control of all four feet at once. We've got to start either with the front or the back end of the horse. I start with the front end of the horse because I think if we watch our horses in the paddock or in the wild, when they change direction, they usually move their shoulders around their hindquarters rather than moving their hindquarters around their shoulders. Just have a look at your horses in the paddock next time you go down and see what they do when they change direction. And I think you'll find that there's more movement, more lateral movement with the shoulders than the hindquarters. A number of um, natural horsemanship trainers in particular change direction by moving the hindquarters and I find that this is quite hard work for the horse and so I try to move the shoulders first. I think it's easier for the horse to move his shoulders rather than doing those big disengaging steps behind. I also feel as riders that we're, we're looking at the shoulders, we're closer to the shoulders, we're basically sitting on the shoulders and for us it's therefore an easier part of the horse to relate to and to move and certainly to feel. Once we've taken control of the shoulders, once we can move the shoulders left and right off the rein, not the leg, off the rein, then we can isolate the shoulders which means we can talk to the hindquarters by themselves. If we try and talk to the hindquarters before we've really got shoulder control, then it's going to be a very sort of blur cue. It's going to be quite confusing for the horse. I never want the horse to be confused. So what I want to be able to do is to stop the shoulders moving so that I can then talk to the hindquarters. So first of all, we need to be able to control the shoulders and then we can independently control the hindquarters. And hindquarter control is going to give us things like cantilead departures and also cantilead changes and the lateral work such as half pass and side pass and those sorts of things. But we start with the shoulders a bit like dressage where they start with shoulder in and then they move on to travers. So they start by controlling the shoulders. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to start with shoulders. So you can start the shoulder work as soon as your horse understands the on the bit or the give to the bit work. So that means that your horse is soft and travelling in frame and following his nose around. So if you point him to the right, he bends right and he travels right. What we want to do now, if he's bent to the right and travelling right, is we want to be able to put the rein on his neck and just move his shoulders to the left. So he maintains his bend to the right, he maintains his softness in the bridle and he maintains his shoulder elevation but he steps his right front 
slightly in front of his left front. So he's moving left, but he's bent to the right. This is also a great exercise for horses that are not yet under saddle. It is really good to teach horses to lead in this way because it basically they get out of your space. And so without pushing them or without frightening them and getting them to throw their heads up in the air, we can gently move them out of our space and so they stay a certain distance from us when we're leading them, which is very useful for a young horse. If you do have a young horse that isn't yet in a bridle, you can also teach these exercises in a head collar, although I try and teach everything you know, when the horse is bridled so that it translates directly to when I'm under saddle. So if your horse is wearing a bridle, that's terrific and it will make this exercise much easier for the horse. So we're going to begin the exercise on the ground and first of all we just want the horse to walk around us in the same way as we do with the give to the bit work or the on the bit work. And so let's say we start with on the left hand side of the horse and you're walking by his shoulder and your left hand is on the left rein and the horse is walking forward. So if you imagine a clock under the horse's chest He's probably stepping his left front to about 10 or 11 o'clock and is going in a circle around you. Once you have a nice circle going and the horse is understanding, follow his nose around, just gently put the rein towards the neck and turn your body in towards the horse's neck a little and step in towards him. This should encourage the horse to step his left front instead of to 10 or 11 o'clock to 11.30 or 12 o'clock Again, if we imagine a clock under his chest, so 12 o'clock is straight ahead. So the horse should step his left front almost in front of his right front. I try at this stage to treat the horse like a puppet. So I release on that, on that very step. So I put the rein to the neck. As soon as I see that footstep to 12 o'clock, I release the rein and I ask the horse again to go around me in a circle. So to step to 11 o'clock. I only want to get one or two steps at a time to start with and I'm aiming to get the horse to be able to step his left front right across in front of his right front to two o'clock but I'm not going to start with that. I need to get the horse to understand that I'm asking what I'm asking for which is that the left foot follows the left rein so that when the left rein touches the neck the left foot moves to the right with it. Once the horse makes that connection, that rein to foot connection, like a puppet, then I can start taking it further across in front of the right front. The thing to remember is that we're soon going to be riding this exercise. So the more you push the horse on the ground or touch the horse um, or push your hand into his neck, anything like that, the more difficult it's going to be when you're under saddle because you can't do that under saddle. So really be conscious of what you're doing on the ground. We're helping the horse by using a body language to slightly walk into his neck. Try not to push your horse um, and just try for the only cue, the only touch cue to be the rein touching the neck, not a push. Of course, if your horse doesn't understand that and if your horse is having trouble with that, then by all means, gently touch his neck with your hand and to begin with that might help him out a lot. But remember we're always trying to make the horse lighter and lighter and more responsive all the time. So while you might need a little bit of pressure the first few times, be conscious that you're trying to reduce that pressure 
every time you cue the horse. If we set a good pattern up, the horse will learn that the pressure is coming and the horse will respond before the pressure comes. So what we want to do, the pattern should be the horse is walking around us, this stage still to the left, and stepping towards a 10 or 11 o'clock in same rein, same foot. We then move the rein towards the neck, we turn in and face the horse's neck and the final cue is picking up pressure on that left rein. And so the horse is going to learn that pattern and respond before we have a chance to pick up pressure. And that's perfect. That's exactly what we want the horse to do. We want the horse to learn the pattern so that he can respond before we pick up pressure. That's what makes a light horse. A horse that waits until the pressure is picked up hasn't learned the pattern properly or you haven't set him up with a good pattern. So you need a second between each cue and having three cues I find will always work the best for the horse. Remember also this is a rein cue. It's not a leg cue. So when we're on board the horse, when we're riding this exercise, we're not going to put our leg on the horse and move the horse. Now the reason I keep this on the rein is that I find horses desensitize very quickly to leg, which means that you end up needing more and more leg. When you run out of leg, you squeeze, then you have to kick, and then you have to get spurs, and the whole time it just encourages the horse to swish his tail and get upset about that, which I don't want him to do. So it really is best if we can keep this off the rein. By making it a rein cue, you keep your horse nice and light. You keep him light in the bridle, and you also keep him light to your cues. The horse can feel the rein touch his neck easily. We all know that. They can all feel flies landing on them. So if the rein touches the neck before you pick up pressure, the horse is going to start to respond to that touch. And the horse will eventually respond to your the movement of your hand moving towards his neck. And that is the ultimate in lightness. The other great thing about this shoulder control exercise is that it gives us shoulder elevation. By teaching the horse to step one foot across in front of the other front foot, he has to elevate his shoulders. And that's what we need him to do before we can start talking to his hindquarters and say, right, now I want you to get your hindquarters underneath you and perform. So what happens is naturally the horse carries 60% of his weight on his shoulders and 40% on his hindquarters. And then we go and sit on the shoulders, which compounds that problem, that weight distribution problem. And we say, right now, horse, I'm sitting on your shoulders and you're already carrying 60% of your weight there as well. I want you to elevate your shoulders and get your hindquarters underneath you. And until the horse has learned to travel properly in frame and use his top line muscles and now get the shoulder control, he's unable to do that. If he's head is up and his back is hollow, he simply can't elevate his shoulders. If you teach the give to the bit or the on the bit work first, the horse learns to travel in a nice soft frame and lift his back and use his top line muscles and he also builds those muscles. The next thing to do really is to long line your horse because that way he does build up his top line and he learns to travel softly in frame. And then move to the shoulder work. When your horse has built those top line muscles and he can carry you and he's relaxed, you can then teach him to elevate his shoulders and step across laterally.
This will set you up for the rest of your lateral work because once we've got this shoulder control, we can move on to control the hindquarters independently as well. What I particularly like about the shoulder work is that it makes things so clear for the horse. You know, no longer are we just sort of sitting on the horse and going for a rather blur sort of ride. We're actually saying, all right, now I want you to put your left front here. I want you to put your right front here. And what happens is the horse really goes into that engagement zone. You know, it's like, oh, wow, okay, I'm, now I'm listening to you, I'm engaged with you, and we're doing something together and I'm being rewarded. Every time I put my foot in the right place, I'm being rewarded for doing that by a release of the rein and a pat and a, a good boy, and whatever, whatever other rewards you might have. You're engaging the horse with the lesson and then becomes fun for the horse. So there we have shoulder control. If you want to learn more, I've got a full course on shoulder control. Just go to www.horsetrainingcourse.com and you will find it there. See you next time. Bye.